Welcome to the anniversary episode of Throwdown Thursday. This is number 53. Good job, asshole. And you can tell that, uh, you can tell by the way I use my voice that I've got my voice back. Damn. Yeah. So, lucky for you guys, I'm back for a, a full episode with a full voice for the first time in a month. Womp womp. Now, if you don't know, my name is Patsy the Angry Nerd. Uh, you know now. I am joined by my co-host. Wow. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I was trying to say co-host and cohort at the same time, and I was just like, co-host. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, the Ironborn uh, Lady of Comic-Con, Agent Nicole. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, hello. Hello, Bickle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Pickle. Listen, you're like two weeks late for that. Uh, Go fuck yourself, Pickle. Wow, Pickle's going to be pissed when he hears this. Uh, I'm joined also by the lady who lives at my house, the mistress of Merlot, the real housewife of Transylvania, Ashes of a Nightmare. Happy birth anniversary, Throwdown Thursday. Hooray. We are another year older, yet none the wiser. Uh, we are also joined by our... Uh, Brilliant producer. Uh, he's got a tramp stamp of the Green Lantern, uh, Kyle Rayner. He is uh, Johnny Wolfenstein. Hi, guys. I have to like Patsy now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah, but even like that, you still have a sexier voice than I do. <laughs> uh, I was just Josh, and I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, so everybody who was worried. <laughs> I was slightly worried. Listen, we were going to start a charity. It was going to be called Wolfenstein Aid. <laughs> and then we were going to turn it into a beverage. And what, the tag, what flavor would it be? Uh, it would be, uh, we would just say bootylicious and not, like, describe the real flavor. It would be like uh, okay soda. It mm-hmm. tastes like carbonated tree sap. <laughs> wow, thanks. How, how <laughs> wow. <laughs> but how the tagline would be, it'll put hair on your chest. Make how you howl you at the moon. know what tree sap <laughs> Listen, Do we really want to go down some, that route? Some kids ate uh, dirt. Patsy ate tree sap. Listen, I was industrious. I'm like, anybody can just eat dirt. I'm going to drill into this hole. I'm going to get honey out of this tree. Oh, that You can't <laughs> get honey out of an oak tree. I'm like, yeah, watch this. And then everyone was like, oh, how'd you get honey? I was like, oh, it's so delicious. It's the same process. It That's just why your voice gets fucked up every good. every year. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, that explains like a lot of, so much. A lot of beetles get caught in the sap. And Ew. It's kind of like Jurassic Park, but like it doesn't have time to harden over, so they're like fighting all the way down. Oh, it's weird. But, uh, yeah, so today is uh, our anniversary episode. We've been, we've been doing this for a year. And like God bless us all. People are still here. People are still listening. Like we have a ton of voicemails. You're still people. alive. Yeah. Like that's a common theme from a lot of these voicemails and a lot of these uh, uh, interactions that we've had. So you know, I'm I'm pretty excited to get to all these voicemails. I haven't listened to any of these, um, and I just want to say first, you know, before I listen to them, I want to thank everyone for sending them in because I'm sure there's a lot of mean stuff on them about me. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to thank you ahead of time before I get all sad. So. Uh, we do have some catching up to do because um, there is uh, one of our very frequent listeners, Mr. Mr. Evil Corny, sent us a couple of voicemails for our last uh, couple of shows. But remembering that there's a time difference between 
uh, where we are and where he is, he wisely sent them to us at 3 in the morning after we finished recording. So, unfortunately, we, you know, Agent Nicole was like, no, you had a, you had a strict time limit. Well, I'm not playing these because you didn't get them to me when I said to get them on. I was like, listen, you should you should definitely play them because Corny is always, you know, interacting and leaving You're his wife's mails. Full of shit. And Agent Nicole's like, no, no, I'm not playing them. He's like, if you want to play them, you know, next week when you're hosting the show and you ever get your voice back, fine. But no, I ain't doing that. You and are that's mean because he said a lot of nice stuff about you. You are full so, of shit. Corny, I am sorry. I, I already sorry. talked to Corny off the air. We're good. Listen, you know. So shut your face. So, <laughs> Wolfie, we've got a, a couple on there. Uh, there's two. It's uh, both from Corny and they're both uh, entitled... Uh, One's Sean and one's uh, the other one. So if we could uh, get to those real quick, that would be awesome. Is there a preference? Uh, uh, Maybe th- Sean, since that was the first episode you guys Yeah, did? we'll do the Sean one, then we'll do the Nick Angel right. one. Hey guys, this is Evil Corny. I watched Wonder Woman with my oldest niece on opening day. I really enjoyed it. It's my favorite of the um, new DCEU films. Um, I think my niece has probably seen that film about two or three times since me and her went and saw it, but I only saw it once, but I plan to watch, rewatch it, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Um, with Sean of the Dead, Sean of the Dead was the first Edgar Rice Burroughs, Edgar Wright <laughs> films that I've right. seen, you know, and I saw it on DVD because... I don't think that film ever made it to my part of Alabama, so I was kind of, I kind of always wish I could go back and kind of watch that in um, a theater. But um, with Sean, you know, Sean was a real good character and everything. And I kind of want to know from you all, and this has never happened to me. I never had a friend that ever got me in trouble. But I want to know if any of you all have a friend that was like Ed to where. <laughs> They always kind of pulled you down and, you know, you're still, you always still had their back and everything. Um, like I said, it never really happened with me, but, you know, I was just curious on if you all had a friend like that. You have a good one. Evil Corny out. Well, Nicole, you seem to have a visceral reaction to that uh, question, so why don't you go first? No, because they listen to the show. I don't care. <laughs> that right there says too much. No, um... I love all my friends, and I will always stick up for them, even when they do stupid shit and pull us all down. So that's it. I'm not going to say any more. That was a terrible story. Ashes, what do you got? Um, I was that friend. No, just kidding. Um, no, I did. Uh, I, I kind of had friends like that, but to an extreme. Like, I wish they were as likable and lovable as Ed. If they were, maybe they'd still be around. Yeah. So, yeah, I kicked them to the curb a long time ago. So, I did once upon a time, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, life, shit, shit, shit happens. Yep. Shit happens. So, you know, this crazy. I think we all have those kinds of friends. Right? This crazy zombie apocalypse, you know, broke out and it was either me or them. And obviously I chose them. So, you know, that that's exactly what happened. So. I had a, a, a small group of friends, and uh, that was uh, a bad influence 
on on me and we were actually a bad influence on each other i remember in high school we were all in the same chemistry class and we took the back four seats across the four rows of uh, of chairs and uh, we would always do things that were uh, like we left the uh windows open one time on a long weekend and so we could sneak in and steal a bunch of stuff out of the chemicals out of the, the chemistry lab closet and like you know, like uh, magnesium and things like that, and some some sodium. We were, I'm not, yeah, throwing some some sodium into the. Uh, it's not so yeah sodium pure sodium when it, it, it interacts with water. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were doing our own experiments that were highly dangerous with highly volatile stuff. Um, you know, hook you know, and and sometimes it was like harmless pranks, like, you know, a little you know hooking up the the. The Bunsen burner to like a faucet because the Bunsen burner, like the the gas outlet and the faucets, had the same like nozzle on them. So we'd hook up the Bunsen burner to the faucet and then just like aim it at people, use it as a squirt gun, just pew pew. You know that was fun. This is probably why you work in the front. And this, and then there was the time we tried. Uh, <clears throat> we had the great idea of uh, breaking into the. Uh, the Worcester State Hospital that had been closed down for many, many years. Like, we went and we got, like, spray paint so we could, like, find our way out. Like, one of my friends was like, oh, what should I get, black or clear? I'm like, oh, which one do you think will get us the most lost, you fucking dipshit? Like, clear? Like, do we want to see our way out? Like, the whole point, like, I have, like, fluorescent orange and he's got clear. I'm like, oh. The point is to see this so we don't get lost. We're going to be roaming a, an abandoned fucking uh, asylum, essentially. But we were unable to make it in because the uh, because it had been closed down and they didn't want people sneaking in. They had uh, taken all the stairs off of the fire escape. So it was basically just like the little balconies where the stairs would connect. So we were trying to climb up that. And that was a bad idea. Somebody almost got their skull crushed by a fucking mag light. Um, climbing up wasn't that big of a deal, but when we got up there and we realized we couldn't get all the way up onto the roof, we are like, oh, because that was our way in. We were going to, like, climb up onto the roof, drop down, and then, like, make our way through and get out. It didn't work. Uh, we couldn't get in because we couldn't get to the roof, so then we had to climb down, which was terrifying. Because it was about six feet in between the uh, each spot, so we were able to like, if you slid all the way down and held on to the bars, you could like kind of dangle your feet down and find where you were next, and then you'd have to kind of balance. Oh yeah, it was a bad idea. It was not. It was not the best of ideas. But yeah, that was uh, that was my um, experience with some people who were slightly bad influences and i was a bad influence on you know it was it was a team we were we were a team it was teamwork so thank you for that uh question evil corny um and thank you for that long-winded answer i know patsy i haven't been on this show in two weeks you know here we are nicole and i trying to be super considerate all right, I just all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me just let me just throw this out there because we have a lot of voicemails to get to. Nicole, our Nicole lovely, was yelling at me about so does things, all of these keeping voicemails. things short. Nicole was yelling at me about keeping things short earlier today. 
And I said, oh, okay, let's look up some statistics. And we looked up some statistics and found that the two episodes that I was not on last week and the week before were two of the longest episodes ever. So I'm like, you cannot blame me. Hello, Pickle. Hello, Pickle. <laughs> it's totally not my fault. It was more of, I was trying to say more of a structure, not of time. Listen. So. Structures, you know, fate. you ever seen what happens to a sandcastle when the tide comes in? It's bad. It goes underwater. Yeah. The and I don't want to go underwater. The Little Mermaid lives there. The Little so Mermaid does not live there. She lives in the boat that carried the frozen parents. Like, that, they died in that in, in the movie with the Tarzan guy. Like, it carried them. Yeah. That All right. They were on the boat. The boat okay, I think we, we have, have another, another voicemail <laughs> yes. from Evil Corny. Hashtag Team Evil, evil Corny. Stop asking me um, questions you don't want no, answers to. Should have been played next week. So let's, let's do that now. Hey, guys. This is Evil Corny. Last week. Nicholas Angel might be one of my favorite action movie characters. And also, Hot Fuzz is one of my favorite action comedies. Um, I want to know. One of the things about hot fuzz is um that nicholas angel was like the best cop in britain and he excelled at everything he did um he didn't have a real personal life or anything but um i kind of want to know from you all have you all any of you all ever excelled at a job or position and either got transferred or fired because of it of it um Y'all have a good week. Is wine drinking a job? Because I'm really, really good at it. I want to just say right now that Ashes excels in many positions, and I would never fire her from any of them. Oh, my God. And we went there. Just wanted to say that. Uh, Have I ever been so good at a job that I got fired? Uh, Kind of. Like, I lost my job at Sprint because I had integrity and refused to flat-out lie to people and commit fraud. And they're like, oh, your sales numbers aren't that good. Look at this guy. He did, like, all these sales. I'm like, yeah, and he has five returns a day of people coming back saying, hey, no one told me about this. No one told me that, you know, I would have these crippling payments. He told me that everything was free. Hey, I have this voice-over internet thing. I don't want this or need this. But he told me if I didn't buy it, my internet wouldn't work. And my my, uh, iPhone wouldn't work. So I bought it. It's like, no, that's not how any of those things works. And I refused to do that. I explained to people what actually was going on and what they were going to be paying for and what their bills were going to look like. And, you know, I made sales. I didn't make sales like this idiot was doing. He, He got promoted and I lost my job. Because I had integrity and refused to lie to people and commit fraud. Fraud? It was fraud. Once upon a time, I lost my job to outsourcing. I don't think that's the same thing. But, yeah. Yeah, they decided to send my job to China. So, that was fun. I haven't lost a job yet. Really? Yeah. Because everybody loves <laughs> What was that? How many jobs have you had? I've had um, four. I had one in college, one before college in high school, um, one through college, and then the current job I have. 
I left because I was going either out of the state or moving different to a different um, part of the state. It's because so. the Starks called their banners, and your your uh, Iron Islands were loyal to the Starks in the north. Okay. That's why. All right. Yeah, because you're Iron Ironborn. It's a Game of Thrones joke. I know. <laughs> oh my God, Game of Thrones is coming back. Oh my God, best birthday. I'm so excited. Winter is coming. We will be. You know nothing, Jon Snow. So, uh, Game of Game of Thrones. That's what it's called. Yeah, we'll be covering a couple of those guys. A Game of Chairs. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll be covering that. Uh, I don't know who. Probably like uh, maybe Jimmy Whispers, JoJo. Terry. Maybe maybe we'll be covering a multitude of Petey. people because there's Bobby a B. very large cast and they all die anyways. Spoiler <laughs> alert, probably not because everybody no, knows that. No, I mean, that. technically everyone dies. <laughs> I'm interested to see uh, who Angela Lansbury plays. Um, so because this is our anniversary show, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that, you know, how we've grown and matured or at least grown. <laughs> Lack <anyways>. thereof. Uh, <laughs> over the past Fifty-two episodes plus. Uh, so, Agent Nicole, what? Was Why do I gotta go first? Because we're going alphabetical order. Agent Nicole, Ashes, Patsy, the Angry Nerd. Okay, fine. So, what was uh, your favorite episode so far? I got a couple of questions for each of you. So, okay, what's your favorite episode so far? Uh, that's a good question. Naturally. Don't give yourself too much credit, but I didn't. You did. Um, can I give a couple that I do like, or am I limited to only one? Uh, you can do a couple. Oh man, it's your hot body. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh hey, um, oh, that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Uh, probably. Let's see. I have a list. Uh, number thirty-one. That's a bingo. When we talked about Hans Landa with your did- amazing accent. Yes. That's a bingo. <laughs> um, I, when I feel like shit, I listen to that episode just to listen to Ashes. Aww. Uh, anytime. Anytime you want to hear it, just call me up. Yeah. Or I got gotcha. running to the other side of the lab. Hey. Just be like, say it. Yes. Say it. Um, number 40 and 41 the number 40 which which was purple Mitchy stardust with riku that was a really fun episode um 41 would be about peggy carter uh number 46 which was with gems samantha new newark newark thank you and then number 47 which was all about dale cooper and twin peaks and the fun episode we had with sir isaac or no isaac and civilian Jared, Isaac, civilian Isaac, yes. and Jeremy McFarlane of Atomic Age Media. So, just a couple. You, uh, uh, ashes. Um, definitely by far the Samantha Newark episode. You know, being able to interview one of my childhood heroes was just phenomenal, and the fact that she is so incredibly personable and down to earth and just all around awesome just it's it's the icing on the cake it really the the truly 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 outrageous cake i do like cake you i know you do so what about you what about me um i'd say uh there's a couple of episodes where i learned a lot about uh different characters that i didn't know about 
um, the uh, Savage transmissions from Mars with uh, Dynamo talking about Doc Savage, you know, how he really uh, set the table for a lot of uh, superheroes to come. Um, the uh, episode with El Goro about uh, El Santo and uh, the episode with Doctor Strange because he dropped a lot of knowledge on us about Doctor Strange. That was a good one. Uh, having Raven Shadow on talking about uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Yeah, those were good episodes. We learned a lot about those guys because um, he's you know comic book reading nerd. Um, I don't know. I would say you know definitely the uh, the first episode you were on with uh, Mary Poppins. Aww. Because then you, then it was like you were on like two episodes, then you weren't on. And then, like, you became, like, a mainstay after that. So I know. I, I wasn't supposed to be a series regular. I was just supposed to be a special occasional guest star. But I, I guess people like me. Apparently the occasion is anytime we're recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like me. You really like me. All right. So that goes into my next question. Uh, we'll do reverse alphabet. Uh, we'll go by rank. So I'll go first. Um who was your favorite character that we covered that you learned the most about? So I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to go again with Doc Savage because I knew almost nothing about Doc Savage. Uh, I knew he was like a pulp hero and like that was about it. But I didn't know like the type of influence he had over characters like Batman and Superman uh, going forward. Uh, Ashes? Uh, so my favorite character that we covered that I entered in knowing nothing about? Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Uh, having the opportunity to cover this character before going to see the movie not only gave some excellent background information on the character, but kind of clued me into some key points, um, kind of like little callbacks in the movie or little like homages here and there to the comic books. Like I picked up on these things that I never would have picked up on if it weren't for the episode. And I think that's what's so great about what we do here is the fact that we do cover characters that some people may not know so much about and cover them, you know, before either like a major release or, or what have you uh, in an attempt to educate the masses about certain characters like the old man Logan mm-hmm. that we covered. I mean, granted, the movie didn't so much have to do with the old man Logan storyline, right. but it was something that was super cool knowing going into the the Logan movie. So I think that's just something that, that's super cool. And I, I like that we do that. Agent Nicole. Um. There's a few. I think episode number five with Mars, where we talk about Blue Beetle, mm-hmm. as I'm like, I kind of like starting to become a reader into comics, and I really enjoy that because I had no clue of who Blue Beetle was, and that was a really good episode. I've learned a lot and appreciation for the character. Um, number episode number nine, where we talked about. Uh, house with Bobby Chains. That one was a really good episode where I like I had seen some episodes, but getting to really learn about the character made me actually go out and actually start watching the show more. What makes a house a Holmes? Yep. So those are a few. Okay. 
Now, as far as what character were you most excited to cover um, based on your knowledge of that character? We'll start with you there, uh, Ashes. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Is anybody shocked? Surprised? I no? Am. No? Anybody? Yeah, Mary Poppins. Um, it was super cool to have the opportunity to, A, have it be my first episode on Throwdown Thursday. And I thank you guys so much for giving me that opportunity to come on your show and take over. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was just very cool to take this character that I love so much. Like, I love Mary Poppins. I just recently, like a month ago, got a Mary Poppins tattoo. Like, I love this character. And it was so cool to have the opportunity to bring this character to the table and share it with everyone and have it received so well. Like, I I'm, will be forever grateful and appreciative for that. So thank you, guys. Oh, of course. Uh, Agent Nicole. Um, Peggy Carter. Of Peggy course, Peggy Pe- Carter. Um, she's such a big influence in my life as of now and just being able to fangirl all over the show was fun (laughs) um and then i hope that people actually really enjoyed and appreciate the character and how much such a significance she had in the uh, marvel cinematic universe compared to the comics where she really didn't get the attention that she really deserved and fuck you marvel for canceling that show well, I mean, and there would be no Agent Nicole without Peggy Carter. <laughs> that is true. There wouldn't be. I'd be just Nicole. Uh, I think for me, I'm going to go with uh, the Calvin and Hobbes episode, It's a Magical World, because not only did I you know, know a lot about the characters, <clears throat> but doing the research for it, like watching that documentary, like I learned so much more. Like I learned you know, a lot of background about those characters, so... So I think that's going to wrap up that section of the the questions. But I know uh, one of the things before we go to break, we wanted to talk about a couple of characters that we're excited to cover in this upcoming, uh, as Ash has put it, the second season of uh, Throwdown <laughs> season Thursday. Season two on Throwdown Thursday. <laughs> um, so, Agent Nicole, who's uh, give me three that you're that you're looking forward to i can only think of one and it's in a couple of weeks where we will have my birthday on the show birthday that's not a character your birthday is not a character and we'll be talking about probably one of my absolute favorite characters of all time dale cooper (laughs) no we already talked about him but um Lucy Ricardo from i love lucy bye lucy yes i watched some before i uh came Never heard of it. The recorder, yeah, recording. Um, I'm excited to talk about some Game of Thrones characters. Like? That will be up in the air. Um, Padre and Gendrick. Oh, my God. Padre's awesome. Padre so nice. isn't a guy. I just named him up. Oh. <laughs> Padrick is awesome. Um, Padre and Gendrick. I don't know. Well, I know that we're still, you know, figuring things out. And whatever happens, happens. Um... I would like to talk about more female characters for the next next season. So. I think we do. I think we've done more female characters than male characters. I'd have to go back and look, but it's I think at least it's, uh, even. Yeah, I, I think it's it's fifty fifty at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty close. Um, <clears throat> how about uh, me? Well, I <laughs> I would say uh, I'm excited. I know we're gonna do a little bit on, on, 
on uh, this guy, and I think we may we may need to have a special guest uh, expert come in and help us out. But uh, Spider Man uh, is definitely one that I want to talk about. Um, I think we're going to do a little bit of Dark Tower stuff. We might. I mean, I, I know somebody that would like to come chat with us about the Dark Tower. Definitely, uh, you know, talk about some Roland. And uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind revisiting a little bit of uh, of the Justice League folks out in November because I think that's that's going to be. Oh my God! Can we talk about Jason Momoa? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and Lisa Bonet. I watched a video with him the other day, and apparently. He was like on some talk show, and he was talking about how his wife Watch, loves loves Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones and so who does it? Hal like, Drago. Oh. She was like, he says he's like, I woke up and she was she staring was, at yeah, him. Yeah, she's like staring at me, and I was like, "What's up?" And she's like, "I was just up all night watching Game of Thrones." She's like, "And then I got laid, so which was pretty awesome." I mean, hey, I got a nosebleed so. by just looking at him, so. So, uh, how about you, Ashes? Who's a couple of characters that you're interested in covering? Well, I know for a fact that next week we're actually going to be covering one of these characters on my list. It's uh, Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Never All right! <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Um, I'm also really excited to cover Game of Thrones in a couple of weeks. I'm dying to talk about Brienne of Tarth and yep. Cersei Lannister. My girl, I love her. Hashtag Team Cersei. Um, and dude, I want to talk about RuPaul. We're gonna be. Uh, I want to. I want to. Shantae, you stay sashay away. Oh no, she better don't. Okay. I think, I think, can, I think there's, you better work. I think there's a guest we should get on for that you one too. Better work. On the runway, work, cover girl, turn to the left, turn to the right. Uh, I want to, I want to uh, throw something out there. Um, Ashes didn't think this was really that funny, but I, I, I never think it's that funny. I, I thought it was great, and Wolfie. Uh, Unless I'm drunk, want, then everything's funny. <laughs> I would like, I would like your opinion on this as well. I'm thinking of uh, cosplaying. Uh, this this uh, this upcoming Rock and Shock, and what I want to do is I want to get one of those uh, oh, this those one. light up unicorn horns, and get one of those and wear that. Like that's going to be my entire costume. As long as it's not a shark. No, but you know who I would be cosplaying as? Nope. Jared Blinkhorn. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. see, I told you everybody laughed. It's funny. No, no, I didn't laugh. No, that wasn't a laugh. That was like an oh my god, I can't believe I'm in the same room but with this guy right now. But that's a brilliant. Yeah, I know. No one can ever like oh my god, I can't believe I'm in the same room as this guy right now. No, not nope. not no. That's the inflection I heard. No. I already know my cosplay for Rock and Shock this year. I'm oh, and we also we because we didn't really do it last year. We got to cover. Stranger Things people. Duh. We are. We are. We will definitely be covering the kids from Stranger Things before the second it's season drops It's going to be a Barb-heavy episode. Uh, justice for Barb. Justice so, for Barb. Yeah, I think with that being said, we got a lot of uh, voicemails and emails and smoke signals to get to. So why don't we take a quick break and then we come back. We'll come back with... Uh, we have a question that was left to us on... Uh, on our uh, Facebook group from uh, Dane Under. So we got to get to that. 
Okay, let's go to break. I was, what are you showing me? Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you <laughs> took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action, it had suspense, it had great characters, it had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci, douchebags. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. And you are listening to Throwdown Thursday on the Grand Guineal Network. And we're back. We are back. Back so, again. So, Throwdown's back. Tell a friend. So, like I said, uh, we had a uh, we had a nice little message from uh, Dane Under, uh, who, if you don't know, our good buddy Dane Riley just published his first novel, uh, The Curtain in the Corner, available on Kindle. Definitely go get it. Uh, I've already started reading it. It's really creepy, and it's really, like, you're really trying to figure out what the hell is going on, but, like, I don't want to say anything more to it because there's a lot of uh, mystique to it, so definitely check it out. Uh, Help Dane out. You know, throw him a few bucks. I'll do that right now. And if you order it, because it's on Kindle, if you go to the Trick or Treat radio group... Oh, I'll wait till I get home. You can... Click on their Amazon link, and uh, Wolfie, is there anything anything special about that link? Like, does a uh, fireworks happen? Uh, nope, it's just uh, just an image. You go to trickortreeradio.com, click on it, and then uh, everything you purchase in that session gets attributed to us, and it helps the network. It the, keeps the lights on. Doesn't doesn't cost Thank any extra. You, it keeps Lee the lights. That's what I was waiting for. I was trying to I was trying to set Wolfie. That, up. That's, that's his gimmick. I know, but he ain't here. <laughs> That's why I did it. Uh, he did. He did uh, send us a message on Facebook saying, "Congratulations, Bombaleo." <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, B O M Bombaleo. So, Dane. Dane says, "Happy birthday to the podcast! I'm catching up on old episodes and have been and have become a regular listener in the last few months. I enjoy Yay! all of your opinions." And my favorite episode was King Kong. Ooh. It's weird how you can still listen to an episode without knowing the material, Daria. Patrick, you should promote your writing on the podcast now and then, which I should. You should. You but definitely should. I do have 
a couple things in the works. I, I'm going to be submitting a story called uh, Roboctopus to uh, Fossil Lake, uh, the Fossil Lake Anthology, because we're looking for were animals. So, like, you know, were bears and care bears, werewolves, things like that. So, this is like a, this is like a, a robot alien, uh, not an alien, robot human octopus hybrid combination. It's weird. You have to read it. But it kind of ties into my upcoming uh, collection of stories called uh, How Much Do You Tip an Exorcist? Uh, which has a lot of uh, uh, Grand Guignol and Friends-centered stories. Like, there's a story called Castle Wolfenstein. There's a story about uh, Dynamo Mars. And uh, in true art-imitating life, and in part of the story, Dynamo shits his pants. So... You know, you got that to look forward to. But uh, Dana has a question saying, uh, anyway, a question. What are some of your favorite old Hollywood movies pre-1970s? And Agent Nicole, I know no, you have a, a, I'll go last. a I'll go freaking last. bushel basket full of them. Uh, so, Ashes, why don't, why don't you uh, take the reins on this one? I love old Hollywood. I live for old Hollywood glamour. I love the days of like kind of like the golden age of Hollywood. Actors, actresses, red carpet, Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn, Barbara Streisand, Judy Garland. Um, I love it all. Some of my favorites pre-1970. Wizard of Oz, Casablanca, uh, Some Like It Hot, Breakfast at Tiffany's, uh, Gone with the Wind, Mm -hmm. Um, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. I'm a huge Marilyn Monroe fan. Um, The Seven Year Itch. Uh, funny girl. I need some cream. Hello, Dolly. I love me some Barbara. Um, A Star is Born with Judy Garland. Um... God, there's so many. Oh, I think my but my favorite though. Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't even. Uh, uh, there are two that I can't believe I haven't mentioned yet. One being White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Dude, Bing Crosby. Oh, he's such a that's Bing the Crosby. prequel to Black Christmas. And Rosemary Clooney. I just I live George's sister. I live. Uh, no aunt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you were trying to be a smartass, but like it, it it's his aunt. Um, and Mary Poppins. I was wondering when you were going to say that. I was I like, knew Mary she was make fucking it Poppins. Uh, Julie Andrews is just amazing. And I just, ah, ah, I, I, I want to go home and I want to watch some of this. We you have need to have to a take mo- a nap. I would say Agent Nicole and I need to have a movie night. Oh, man, my collection. I keep trying to get Patrick to watch like Gone with the Wind with me. I was watching. Oh, you like, haven't. Oh, you have no, never no, no, asked have. me to watch that I movie. I have. You're you. sitting there. No. Um, uh, Thanksgiving, I think Thanksgiving they play it a lot. Yeah. The, it's a long movie. It There's really an intermission is. part in the movie. You right. were watching it and you were like, oh, I was like, what are you watching? You said. Oh, I'm watching Gone with the Wind. I was like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And went and played video games. With Vivian Lee and Clark Gable. Beautiful, beautiful movie. I was like, we can watch it tomorrow because tomorrow is another day. Okay, anyways, Patrick. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Same question. Same question. Well, I guess uh, I would have to say there's a a, a handful. A few of them I only started uh, watching this year, but... Of course, two of them that we uh, had for the podcast as well, uh, 1933's King Kong and 1954's Godzilla. Uh, you know, those are definitely pre-70s and movies that I really, really like. Um, Gaslight, 
that my mom actually got me into. That's one of her favorite movies of all time, and there's actually a psychological condition based on that. Uh, you know, if you've heard anyone referred to as gaslighting their significant other, that's a real thing, and that's uh, comes from the movie where you try to uh, you're up to something no good, and you try to uh, convince your partner that they're it's all in their head and they're imagining things and that they're crazy. Uh, that just means that you're a terrible fucking person. Um, so that's one. Uh, Planet of the Apes, the original Planet of the Apes, 1968, with uh, Charlton Heston and uh, Roddy McDowell and uh, Linda Harrison played Nova. Um, and uh, oh, I can't remember, Kim something. Kim Novak. Kim Novak, yes. Uh, who played Zira. That was a really... That was a hell of a movie and a lot of people uh complain about the, the tim burton slash mark Wahlberg one because like oh the ending was so dumb that's how the book ended that mark Wahlberg one uh the reason the movie ended the way it did with the statue of liberty is because it was produced by rod serling who was of course the guy from every goddamn episode of uh the uh the twilight, twilight zone. zone he yeah. wrote most of them as well but uh, i digress um Night of the Living Dead is another really, uh, really good pre-70s movie. Um, I mean, obviously, you can go into a lot of the classic Disney's, you know, Robin Hood, Snow White, uh, Pinocchio, stuff like that. But if we're talking just like live-action Hollywood stuff. Uh, West Side Story, another really good one. Um, is that pre-70s? Yeah, it is. West Side Story is the 50s. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, with yeah. Natalie Wood. I think it's 60s, actually. Let me take a look. I, 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 for some reason, I'm thinking like 55. I don't know why. Um, a couple that I just started watching earlier uh, this year, actually. Um, uh, I, I'd never seen them before, but... Uh, 1961 is West Side 61. Story with okay. Natalie Wood. Uh, the original Blob, the original... Uh, what you call it? Um, the Pod People. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I watched uh, after hearing the glowing reviews that El Goro did on... Uh, Talk Without Rhythm. Um, yeah, so the original Blob. Uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still. I had seen the, the remake with Keanu Reeves. And speaking of movies that got remakes, uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, which wasn't about voyaging to the bottom of the sea. It was about stopping uh, like sudden intense global warming that was like literally cooking the, the surface of the Earth really weird but uh a lot of really interesting tension in that if you haven't seen it definitely check it out that's 1966 i believe uh it was remade in uh i think in 1997 1998 by james cameron uh under a new title called titanic so it had been called voyage to the bottom of the sea and he renamed it titanic uh you may have seen it i heard it was pretty popular um um Aiden Nicole, you have uh, 650 movies to go through. <laughs> uh, what's yours? I love old Hollywood, classic Hollywood. I grew up watching it. Um, fun fact, I almost wanted to go into a career basically being a film historian because I love this this stuff. Aren't you doing something with film well, history I will right talk now? Ab- I'll talk about that in a second, but um, I have a huge list. I'm a huge Katherine Hepburn fan. I absolutely love her. I One of my favorite screwball comedies, 1938's Bringing Up Baby with uh, Cary Grant. 
1940s, The Philadelphia Story, and 1942's Women of the Year uh, with Spencer Tracy as well, one of the first films she had with her longtime lover. Fun fact, my brother is named after Spencer Tracy. His middle name is Spencer. Nice. Um, I'm a huge Lauren Bacall fan, and I love her. I love her. Um, out of the four films that she did with her husband, Humphrey Bogart, and, uh, the third film of 1947, Stark Passage, is one of my absolute favorite films. Fun fact with that, 30 minutes of the film, you do not see Humphrey Bogart's face, which is really interesting. A new way of um, directing and filming. Um, Carol Lombard is one of my absolute favorite actresses, and I loved her in the 1936 My, uh, my Man Godfrey and Love Before Breakfast. And she did a film in 1941 with Mr. called Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with uh, Robert Montgomery, which was Hitchcock's only comedy film. And um, I'm a huge Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers fan. And one of my absolute favorite films is 1934's uh, The Gay Divorcee, which is their second film together. Um, the Thin Man series that started in 19. 19- 1934, uh, 1934 with William Powell and Myrna Loy. Um, I love silent films as well. Freaks is one of my absolute favorites. Freaks isn't silent, though. Oh, wait. Sorry. My bad. Todd Browning's 1932 Freaks. That's a really good one. I should have had that on my list. I love Freaks. I didn't put any sorry. horror. I didn't put any horror on my list. Um, 1926 Flesh and the Devil with uh, John Gilbert and Greta Garbo. Love her. Um, 1932's Safety Last with Harold, Lo- uh, Harold Lloyd where he's in the infamous scene where he's hanging, hanging from, from the, the cock. Clock. Yep, Hanging from the cock? Clock. You did not say clock. I said clock. No, you didn't. Um, We're going to replay that shit. 1934's It, uh, it Happened One Night with Claudette <gasps> Colbert. Yes. And Clark Gable, one of the popular screwball comedies. I love that film. Um, and to wrap it up, obviously The Wizard of Oz and The Maltese Falcon, which came out in 1941 with Humphrey Bogart. I have a couple of addendums real quick because neither one of us named them. Uh, the Birds. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Rear Window. Yep, with Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly. I have one. I can't believe I forgot to uh, mention this, but 1965's The Sound of Music. That's a good one as well. And I was going to say... The hills uh, are alive. What the song? Lifeboat. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm a huge nerd for classic films. So, yes. Which is why we get along so well. I know. <laughs> I'm not a huge Marilyn Monroe fan, but I do appreciate what she has brought to the cinematic universe and everything that she's done. So, All right. We have voicemails to get to. We do. Um do you have uh, anybody specific? Actually, you know what? Since we've already played uh, two of them, uh, he's got two more. So let's go with uh, Fornelius. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is Evil Corny. I just want to um, wish Ashes and Nicole a happy one-year anniversary of Throwdown Thursday. <laughs> yep. I've been listening for the past year. been loving the shows. But the last Aww. two episodes have been excellent and um i like the new format and everything so i hope to (laughs) listen another year you'll have a good one evil corny out (laughs) see this is why i think see this is why i thanked everybody at the beginning you remember what i said (laughs) remember i said that 
thank you so much. I was pretty. Yes. That was a. Those were fun times. Those are fun times. We need more fun times. I love. I love any time that I get to spend with my like podcasting sister. So Papa. I'm so glad that people actually enjoy those episodes as, yeah. as much as we enjoyed recording those yeah. episodes, <laughs> drinking and talking about Ginger Britain. Oh my god. <laughs> So thank you so much, Cornelius, for those super kind words. I wonder we what the next voice absolutely adore. Hold on, I just want to say we absolutely adore you. Yes, I do. love Evil Corny. I do too. He's awesome. He's so awesome. And we should play the next one, please. Oh yeah, this is Evil Corny again. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I thought that Patsy left the show, but. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, you're part of the show. I hope you're feeling better. I hope, hopefully, you got your voice back. Uh, oh yeah, you too, um, Wolfenstein. I really enjoyed you uh, being on the show. Also, because you're bootylicious. <laughs> you have a good one. That's a fact. And sorry about <laughs> last call, Patrick. <laughs> That's all right. You know, I, I I expect that, as you you know could tell from the opening of the show. I I literally expect that. Um, and actually, Corny just like while we're playing that, just shot me a message on Facebook. Like, hey, did you get my calls? I'm like, yep, playing them right now. <laughs> so he's he's getting the update live uh, uh, in real time. So uh, we did get a couple of uh, of emails, and uh, we got a very lengthy email from uh, Martin Davis, the. Uh, one of the two most popular hosts on uh, Atomic Age Media. Do you want me to read that one? Yeah, if you could read this one, because this is... uh, It's very long, uh, so you have to take a deep breath. Okay. All right, I'm ready. All right, go. Hey, y'all. Congrats on the one-year anniversary. I can't believe Nicole and Ash just have to put up with Patsy for a whole year. (laughs) Sent from Davis's iPhone 4. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Martin. We appreciate that. And can um, just an aside, Atomic Age Media is a fantastic show, it and if great. you aren't listening to it, you should be because it's so great. Like, it's another like atypical format, like you know, with with ours, like where we cover characters. They do a comic book, a movie, and an album. And I love the fact that they cover music because not a lot of podcasts actually do that. So I really, as a music lover, I totally appreciate that. And they're generally tied together with a, a theme. Right. Yeah. Right. And plus, Jeremy and Martin, they're just awesome. So like I said, if you aren't listening to Atomic Age Media, you should be. Yeah. Do it. Do it now. Get to the <laughs> chopper. Uh, we did get one other email. And this is a quick one. So I'll just read this one real fast. This is from uh, our buddy Chris Nigro. Uh, who was on uh, the? Uh, uh, oh my God! I'm television crossover television universe. Jesus! Uh, like wow. Well, no. See, chop the ball. Chris and I are in a lot of uh, crossover forum groups. Okay. And a lot of the names, like you know, there's Meld like, together. There's the horror crossover universe. There's the TVCU group. There's you know. Uh, comics to screen there's like a lot of these different groups you know there's the kaiju ones and speaking of uh kaiju and chris chris uh also has a book called uh dargola which is a uh, available on kindle it's about uh, a world where kaiju are very common uh sort of like like the universe of godzilla where like there's more than one and uh his book is really good it's like a 
uh, I'm not going to give anything away because it's on on the cover, but it's uh, this giant monster that's kind of got like a like an allosaurus head. Just from looking at the picture, I mean, I'm not going to get into the details because you know I want you to read it. But it's got like an allosaurus type head uh, and like an ankylosaurus like heavily armored body. It's pretty awesome. And if you are interested in these books cats and kittens we will definitely be posting links to this mm-hmm. in the facebook group page so yes. uh, and if you do get the books uh one of the big things and you know our friend our friend amber who is also a writer and she put out the terminal last year which is an excellent book uh if you buy books from folks especially folks that you know um i'm not talking review yeah i'm not talking about folks that you know like stephen king or somebody i mean you can do this but people who need the recognition reviews like you know with the podcast you know leaving five star reviews on itunes for the podcast that you like helps get people noticed and helps kind of spread them around so that really helps out you know uh so let me get to this uh this this email from from christopher it says greetings and salutation to patsy the angry nerd and agent nicole uh, first off, congrats on your first anniversary show. You've clearly been doing something right, and I want you two to keep right on doing what you're doing. I don't know uh, why he didn't put ashes in there. That's okay. It's your show. Uh, now I ask you to waste a little time on your anniversary show, indulging me by addressing something that has always bugged me about the opening credits on the vintage Leave It to Beaver show. I figured with the uh, pre-70s theme that this would fit pretty well. Uh, You must remember it as one of those nuclear family sitcoms in an idyllic suburb where only white people exist and all accepted social norms prevailed shows, which were so popular during the 50s and 60s. Anyway, one season had an opening credits sequence where Beaver steps out of his house on the way to school in the morning right after his brother Wally, and they are handed lunches by their mom. I'm guessing they were off to school, at least, since even though I wasn't around back then, I don't imagine parents handed out lunches to their kids when they went on their paper route. Or did they? But anyways, after they hand Beaver the lunch bag, he walks out of his house a few meters down towards the viewer's point of view, and he steps out and smiles to himself for some unknown reason. Okay, this is admittedly going to be nitpicky as hell, but that didn't stop, me, stop it from bugging me, so I figured I would impose on you two to explain this to me. What the hell could he have been smiling about? <laughs> what we saw before the action seemed to suggest that the characters... We're all, the actors were all in character during that sequence, yet Beaver seemed to stop and smile at absolutely nothing at all. I don't think the explanation that he was smiling at the viewers would work because that would constitute Beaver breaking the fourth wall, and unlike Deadpool, he never made a regular habit of doing that. So if you excuse my language, what the fuck? What made the kid stop and smile like that? I know it's totally weird that I let that stuff, that I let stuff like that bother me, but I figured weirdness may be acceptable on this show. Thank you for tolerating my imposition. I love you, and I look forward to many more anniversaries of the show. Your friend, Christopher Nigro. I have an answer. I have an answer, too, but you go ahead. He took a big shit. I don't think that's what it is. And he was happy about it. I think he was walking. a double-decker for his mom. An upper-decker, so he he took a shit in the tank so that when she flushes it, the shit comes out? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Do you have an idea? Yeah, actually, I do. Go ahead. Um, He just had his first erection. He just got (laughs) off for the first time. See, no, I... Mine he woke is, up with morning wood and he was like, gee, golly, what's this? <laughs> yeah, but that goes And away. after By a couple t- of tugs, he was like, oh, wow. By the time you get to... Jeepers, sp- willikers. <laughs> uh, this no. feels good. I think he Quick, was, grab me a sock. I think he was walking to school going, <laughs> my name is B. 
beaver. <laughs> he's probably, no, he's probably like, finally dude. got the no, joke. No, 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 no. You know what it probably was? He was probably like, dude, my mom's hot. <laughs> June Cleaver was hot. He was probably like, dude, or my mom is hot. He smiled and thought, I'm going to end your lives. Something really dark. Yeah, maybe he was like, you know. I'm going to come after like, you. I know where four of the lassies are buried. Oh, I'm sticking by my erection story. I like your erection story. He was remembering the time he killed the original alfalfa. Oh, That's my guess. The new alfalfa. He didn't die of polio. It was me. He was smiling because he was the reason Spanky was called Spanky. <laughs> hey, Beaver's got to get got to get him some wood. Ah. Wow, you guys got your... Uh, Pitch and tone perfect on that one. We good. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, Ashes, why don't you pick another uh, voicemail for us to go to? Uh, I don't know who called in, and I can't... Oh, hey! She got a list. I don't don't have my glasses on, so I can't see that far away. But um, let's go with Riku. Mitchie, purple Mitchie Stardust. Yes. Hey, Throwdown Thursday, it's Riku, and happy one-year podcasting anniversary. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I wanted to call in and give you guys some of my favorite things about the Throwdown Thursday podcast hosts. First off with Patsy the Angry Nerd. I appreciate that Patsy goes into such deep detail on his science facts. You know, not many people, some people would just you know, take the top part of an article and just be like, there you go, done. Patsy seems to dig in and really try to get the deep lore on a science fact. And that's always nice science. and appreciated. I also love that he is a practicing gray Jedi, because Jedi are cool. Well, the Jedi and Sith codes suck, but that's another time. Uh, then on to the lady who burst onto the scene later in the season, uh, Ashes Von Nightmare. And she's just fun. She's, she likes wine, and she just she stylized herself as a magical girl in real life. It's great, you know. I mean, what more can I say? Uh, she has good wine recommendations. You should listen to them. If you don't listen to her wine recommendations, you are doing yourself a disservice. And then on to Agent Nicole because Agent Nicole is just a treat. Aww. She's so sweet and just adorable, and just fun just funny her laugh is your laugh agent nicole is one of my favorite things about the show it's the treat at the end of a punchline because if you made somebody like you with a distinctive laugh laughs it's just that extra mental high five that you're like yeah that was funny i also appreciate that you're extremely loyal to agent carter because that character i didn't think was a big player and then after your episode, I was like, oh, I've been thinking about this wrong. Super wrong. <clears throat> and then on to the man behind the knobs, Mr. Johnny Wolfenstein. You know, he's a man of mystery at some times. But he, he knows when he should chime in. And it, I always like it when he chimes in, because it's interesting. Uh, anyway, I've already recorded this like eight times, so Aww. I hope this is the one that sounds best. Have a good show. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for the lovely voicemail, oh, Riku. Yeah, it sounded great. And oh, he's so sweet. Yeah. It's funny that you referred to Agent Nicole as sweet because one of her hobbies is killing diabetics. So, 
Riku wow, um, is actually one of my favorite guests that we've had on. We did we did mention his episodes. Yeah, I just he's just such a delight, and yes. I had so much fun, you know, with him on the show. And I always look forward to his feedback and our interactions on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Riku, you're you're amazing. So definitely, you know, keep listening and uh, can't wait to hear from you again. Rico and I, we have text conversations like every weekend. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Agent Nicole, pick somebody. <sighs> I think we should talk. We should listen from our lovely friends in Pennsylvania. Oh, the punch farm. The paranormal punch farm. Yes. Oh yeah, let's hear from them. Hey friends, it's Mark and Alicia from Punch Farm, and we wanted to say happy anniversary. Congrats, guys. Ashes, Nicole, Johnny Wolfenstein, and Patrick. You guys put on a great show, and hey, uh, I don't know about you, Alicia, but it was awesome to be part of one of your episodes last year. Absolutely. Maybe we can uh, join the fun next year. Keep up the awesome work, guys. Uh, As you know, down here in PA, we love you. Take care, everybody. And keep on punching. (laughs) (laughs) I love the punch farm. I love Mark and Lish and Nikki and Mark Dose. I think that they produce such a fantastic Podcast. If you are not listening to Punch Farm, if you are not listening to Paranormal Punchers, you need to. You need to because it is amazing. They are amazing. They are so much fun. And again, Bob, I think everyone's my favorite guest. To be honest with you, <laughs> I just love that people. I love. We've the never fact, had a bad guest. No, no. but I, I just I love the fact that people want to be on the show, and I love the fact that we've had the opportunity to be on other people's shows. We've been on Punch Farm. Yeah, we talked about Logan. We did this. We spoiled the shit out of. Logan. <laughs> and it was so much fun and I just love it. So thank you so much guys. We love you so much. Yeah, uh if you're yeah, if you're not listening to either show, like you need to start. Like they get good guests on there. They have a blast. Uh they've done a couple uh, their trivia trivia night show was excellent. Um yeah, you guys definitely need to to check them out if you haven't already. And the, uh, the, the pride of PA. Yeah. Punch yep. Farm. The, the only show with the eye of the tiger. And they punch babies. They do. <laughs> uh, well, just Nikki. Just Nikki just punches Nikki. babies. <laughs> um, I think we need to hear from uh, J-Mac. Let's, uh, let's, let's hear from some J-Mac. <laughs> hey, on Thursday. It's Jeremy. I uh, just want to wish you guys a happy one year. So glad you guys are able to all get together and finally do this fantastic show you guys put out every week, and um, for making everybody feel like they're you know part of the show, and uh, make everybody feel like they're family. And uh, I always love hearing you guys every week. Love hearing you guys talk about whatever. I don't even care. You guys talk about. I just love hearing you guys talk about stuff. And um, just thank you for always being supportive. Um, and being really upbeat and, and happy and funny and cool and allowing me to come on the show, you know, a really nice thing. Um, I really appreciated it. Uh, just uh, always putting out great content each week. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm out right now looking for a job. Uh, so I'm about to jump back in here and uh, sign some more applications and whatnot. So I just wanted to stop in real quick and uh, wish you guys a happy one year and uh, keep on keeping 
Well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you taking time out of your uh, job search to, uh, you know, send us some love. Right? I appreciate that. Well, first of all, good luck with your job hunt. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, that's definitely most important. But thank you so much for taking time out of your day to give us a little bit of feedback. Send us a little bit of love. Like, we here at Throwdown Thursday absolutely love Jeremy McFarland. Mm-hmm. And he is our second favorite host of Atomic Media. And he's also involved in a little podcast that Evil Corny is involved the in Cabal as well. Cabal Corner. Called, yeah, the Cabal mm-hmm. Corner, which is so much fun. It's just a bunch of buddies sitting around shooting the shit. I think it's a fantastic idea. Such good vibes, such positivity. Mm-hmm. Jeremy McFarland, man, dude, we love you. We love you so much. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, positivity and Cabal Corner and Jeremy's, we have a voicemail from Jeremy Slagoth, Ooh. Uh, who is also part of the Cabal Corner with uh, Evil Corny. So let's hear what uh, Mr. Slagoth has to say. What else is there to say? Love you guys. Keep it going. Congratulations. And uh, you got two fine ladies on there and one goofy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Love and light with just a sprinkle of darkness. Hells yeah. You know, I, I really think that, you know, Jesse does uh, a. He does a great job producing our show. Mr. Wolfenstein does an amazing job producing our show. And then, you know, we have people calling in and insulting him. Like, that's some bullshit. Are you, are you two-timing me? You have another producer? <laughs> <laughs> this is why you got kicked off the show last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why. Uh, and and he definitely was not talking about me, Patsy. So just uh, just saying. Well, I'm not a lovely lady. So, I mean, I don't nope. know. You're a goofy bastard. What? <laughs> <laughs> What? Have you looked My parents were married. <laughs> Have you looked in the mirror lately? My parents sweetie? were married. Um, all of this face. Yeah, yeah, and you're Mrs. All of this face, so you can't throw stones because you'll break our glass house. Um, what we, we got some other we got some other people that that left us some uh, some voice. Well, can we just say thank you so much, Slagoth? That yes. was very sweet of you, and we love you too. Yeah, you are He's like so fantastic. Slagoth is one of the most positive, like you know, people that I've ever interacted with. Like, can we talk about his good. artwork for it's two seconds? Beautiful. Oh my god, I love Slagoth's art. It's I think beautiful. it's just fantastic. He sent I, us a care package a while back. His, I'm oh. always there's just an alien in there, like Xenomorph. blown away by his line work. I just, I think that his his use of materials and i just love it like i I can't really describe it i think art is one of those things where sometimes you can you can describe it to a t and sometimes you just you love it and you can't describe it it's and and that's that's like art for me like i just i love it and i can't describe it like it makes me i look at stuff that he he posts and like i i feel it Mm mm-hmm I feel it. I so, Slagoth, keep on doing what you're doing because it's amazing. It's unique and it's beautiful and it tells it's a story. So it tells a story in that one picture. It tells the hard work, the sweat, the pain. And his point of view. Everything. Like, I mean, he does um, kind of like caricatures of different characters mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's from his point of view. Yep. And it's just so amazing because nobody has Slagoth's point of view except for Slagoth. Correct. Right. And 
his stuff is just amazing. So thank you so much for sharing that with everybody. Yeah, like I said, he sent us a nice little care package with a bunch of uh, various pieces in it. And there's some good stuff. And I couldn't paint to save my life. So, you know, I'm in awe of the the the, uh, the talent that he has, especially with that medium. So, you know, obviously keep on doing what you're doing, uh, Slay Goth, because you are the man. Um... Let's hear from uh, from Mr. First Time Mike. First Time Mike sent us a nice uh, voicemail, and his are always excellent. So let's let's hear from him. This first time, Mike, wishing you a happy one year anniversary for the Throwdown Thursday podcast. Among my favorite listenings of the week, I listen to you guys every week. Awesome, Thank and you. because I use one of the other jokes I used before. I'm going to first time Mike's going to break this down acapella style. So, Ooh. happy birthday <laughs> to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Throwdown Thursday podcast with Patsy the Angry Nerd and Agent Nicole. And Patsy's better half, Ashes on Nightmare. <laughs> and the Velvet Voice on the Wheels of Steel, Johnny Wolfenstein. <laughs> and Benedict Cumberbatch, whose name is mentioned almost every episode. <laughs> and Samantha Newark, who is in Gem, who is really awesome. And everybody who's guest hosted and sent feedback. A plethora of people. And a plethora of people. That sounds kind of funny when you say it in this voice. I'm not going to say my name because it would be kind of silly. Happy birthday to you and many more. Bam. <laughs> so, when are we having cake and ice cream? Woo! What? Come over I later, was told sweetie. there was going to be cake and ice cream. <laughs> they said there was going to be cake and ice cream. I had some cookies. <laughs> no, I know I'm recording this, but come on. Well, I'm going to take it all back. What? I can't do that? All right, all right, all right. Fine. Happy birthday. You can send me the cake and ice cream in the mail. <laughs> Bye. Just kidding. Happy birthday, guys. Bye. We do have dry ice at work, so we can definitely make this happen. Listen, you, people are still waiting for you to send them Choco Tacos. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, sorry, Evil Corny. I'm on it. Uh, that was adorable. That was awesome. I love that. First time, Mike, you're wonderful. I am going to say that was... Uh, I think, I think that just beat out uh, Marilyn Monroe for the uh, sexiest. Uh, happy birthday! Sexiest happy birthday! Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I got first time. Mike is such a nice guy. Like I love him to death. He's so sweet. He's the best. Um, I know we say that about everybody, but it's true. You're all the best. Um, we have some really awesome friends. We do. Just saying. Yeah, we do. Just we have saying. High class listeners. We we uh, Agent Nicole and I were talking about this earlier. We found out we have listeners in Singapore now. We have uh, so we're expanding in the Asian market. So that's good. Uh, that's the future right there. Uh, we're very big in Tokyo. Tokyo was like thirty eight percent of our listens for the last ten episodes. You know who lives in Tokyo? Godzilla. Hello Kitty. Oh. Hello Kitty. Hey Kitty Girls. Oh my god. <laughs> uh so speaking of uh 
people who uh, don't live in Tokyo. Uh, let's hear from uh, Mr. Dynamo Mars, because I think Dynamo Mars uh, left us some 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 love. Let's hear what he has to say. On Thursday, throw down Thursday, throw down Thursday, throw down Thursday. Patrick knows science, but not when to shut up. <laughs> Ashes drinks wine and yells shut up. Agent Nicole will save the world. But she has to listen to Patrick talk about the world. Look how he rhymed world with world. Throw down Thursday, throw down Thursday. Things are very good. Throw down Thursday, throw down Thursday. I've listened to almost all your episodes. I don't like to miss one one bit, but I'm not spending an hour listening to Lilo and Stitch. Throw down Thursday, throw down Thursday. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Throw down Thursday, throw down Thursday. Maybe Patrick will lose his voice again. Maybe. Sometimes. Thanks for all the great shows. I love you guys. Bye. Oh, thanks, Dynamo. <laughs> awesome. We love the song. We appreciate it. That was good. Would it help if I told you that I hosted the Lilo and Stitch episode? Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, I, I don't know just, about Lilo just, and Stitch. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. That might sweeten up the deal. It might be might be uh, doing that to fit the rhyme scheme. I love Dynamo Wars. Dynamo is the best. We just uh, we had that that nice benefit for him yeah uh, that was a down lot at the of fun cove. yep saw some uh some good friends down there some cool peeps some folks we haven't seen in a while some folks that uh you know we've had uh briefly on the show a couple times mr Derek rook we had, we had him on for a minute yeah he was down there bobby chains was there bobby chains uncle Polly. Uh, he was Isaac. not wearing his Mega Man suit. I he was, was a little not bald. wearing the hat or the Mega Buster. That's sad to hear. Like I hear that's a nickname for his penis too, the Mega, Mega Buster. Buster yeah. yeah. So, uh, but thank you, Mr. Mars, for that wonderful song. And Always a treat to hear from you. Yeah, you never like when when it comes to voicemails from Dynamo, you have no clue what's what you're gonna get. It's He's gonna be a diss on you and love for us. That's girl. well, no, but I mean, I just don't know how like what format it's going to follow. Um, He's just a man with different tricks in his in his bag, so it's, you never know. Um, yeah, he's a, a a jack of all trades. Like he, you know, he can talk about comic books, or he can sing about comic books, or he can rap about comic books. Uh, I hope you didn't freaking jizz all over my freaking La La Land DVD. You're gonna get it. It's gonna be like brand new. He could keep it if he jizzed all over it. We have it on Vudu, so you know I still haven't watched it because whatever. Hate it, gotta hate. I just I have no interest in it. I don't hate it. I just have no interest. You know, just because a movie exists doesn't mean you have to have interest in it. Like I don't really feel like. I'm like, just giving you shit. Listen, Calm your and I'm giving self. it right back. I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there. If you watched La La Land with your wife, you're pretty much guaranteed to get laid. <laughs> you might get some ankle. I <laughs> get some ankle <laughs> and some cherry pie in bed. Oh, hey now. That kids is called a callback. <laughs> yeah, if you're new, you didn't get that reference. You have to go back and listen to every episode. I'm not going to tell you which one it was. Uh, 
But speaking of going back and listening to some of the old episodes, uh, we do have another voicemail from somebody who uh, appeared on a couple of shows and uh, actually was also on our Rock and Shock special. And that's El Goro. El Goro, if you are unfamiliar, does a, uh, a podcast called Talk Without Rhythm. It's uh, a podcast that puts our podcast to shame. It's uh, two to th- two to three films uh, tangentially tied together by a common theme. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, he did a show on uh, the, uh, the invasion of the body snatchers, comparing the 1950s one to the one with, from the 1970s. And uh, you got into a lot of detail and it made me need to revisit these films because uh el goro is maybe the uh best film cricket i have ever heard and we actually had the opportunity to join him on one of his shows we did the three fantastic. of us came on yep mm-hmm. we did uh we discussed repo the genetic opera and uh the rocky horror picture show because you know somehow he hadn't covered uh rocky horror yet and we took th- we jumped on the chance to talk well, about we made that sure it wasn't a shark film yeah, I wanted to do shark films. <laughs> Nobody like, ever wants to do shark films. First of movies. all, no shark films, but <laughs> yeah. hey. It's not true. I'm sure he's done films with sharks in them. Like, we're going to. You, you think we're not going to do a shark movie, but we're going to do a shark movie. Just wait. But, uh, anyways, we do have uh, a little something from El Goro. He was kind enough to send us uh, a voicemail, like everyone else that uh, we've been playing tonight. So, uh, Mr. Wolfie, can we uh, hear that one, please? Hey, Throwdown Thursday podcast, this is El Goro from the Talk Without Rhythm podcast. Just uh, calling in to wish you a very, very happy one-year anniversary. You guys have been doing a great job, and I'm glad you have plans to just keep on going. So here's to another year, and many, 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 many more to come from Throwdown Thursday. Adios, guys. Aw, thank you. Thank you, El Goro. Now I just want to, you know, before we we do this last uh, this last voicemail because we have one more left. I just want to thank everybody who took the time to, you know, because I know everything was busy and, you know, this is something that the three of us had talked about, but we were trying to uh, kind of plan it around other uh, events that were going on because you know we had the the Unchained live show and we didn't want to steal any of their thunder, you know, by doing something the same day that they were doing it. Then, you know, we had, you know, Dynamo's event, and we didn't want to try and take any attention away from that. So, you know, we posted some stuff, but it was on very short notice, and you guys responded uh, amazingly. So we really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody who put in the effort. I don't care if it was a five-second voicemail or, you know, you put in, you know, an hour or, like, like Riku recording it eight times. You know, we appreciate you guys uh, taking the time. So... From all of us, thank you very, very much. And, and just a note, uh, one just came in special. Uh-oh. Oh. So just, you know, if you guys wanted to play that other one last, I yeah, can play let's, that one. Let's, let's do the, the one that just came in, because I don't a even know where this surprise. one came from. Yo, what's up, Throwdown Thursday? It's your boy, Michael Ravenshadow. <laughs> and yo, congratulations on one year. One year. You should drink a beer. Beer, beer, beer. A beer for every year. You should have more years. But yo, ashes, Asian Nicole, super sexy. Let that flowing, airy, sham wow. And Patsy, you're fucking smart, dude. But yo, yo, maybe not be smart all the fucking time. No one's <laughs> the rocks of rocks 
or the history behind strato cumulus clouds whatever the fuck you know <laughs> keep talking about one motherfucker versus another motherfucker all right that's the joint so you know big ups yourself i like what you do you know i hear it's very good and it's very talented but yo when you get me back on the show we can talk about clock and how he rolls yo so no big ups congratulations throwdown thursday really good and Patsy, I like, I, I like the fact that your voice is getting better. You know, you were kind of sounding like that dude from uh, Independence Day. You know, uh, what's the fucking name? Dr. Uh, Lincoln. From Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum, his buddy. You kind of had that voice. Oh, like Harvey Fierstein. No, you should stop smoking. Not <laughs> good. You, sound, you sound better. You look good. Um, thank you. Baba Leo. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Raven Shadow, for uh, sending that in. We appreciate that. Oh, that was good. Bob Baleo. B-O-M Baleo. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, we definitely do. When we do our uh, our episode on Clark... Uh, I mean, we, we've got his, the Justice League movie coming out later yeah. on this year. That's, so. his, that's, that's his dude. That's his dude, yo, Bob Baleo. We got to talk about Clark. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we have one more. Unless there's another surprise. And... Um, I was told that uh, if there's any part of this that we uh, we really like, um, it says, uh, if you decide you want any of the three parts I added when you listen, let me know, and they are yours. So I'm intrigued. I don't know what this is. I know it's from Rocky. Okay. Rocky tends to uh, send in some pretty uh, elaborate voicemails. Um, so uh, let's hear what Rocky has to say. Hey guys, it's Rocky. I just want to say congratulations on a year of the throwdown. That's pretty fucking awesome. I've been enjoying it the whole year too. Lots of things to think about every time I leave that show. Like, when are they going to find Patsy's body in the back of Ash's trunk? (laughs) I would just like to say the three of you do a hell of a job. Really enjoy it. So congratulations on one year. And uh, I spent a lot of time in acoustically sound rooms lately, as you can hear. I uh, threw together three little gifts for you three little psychos, and I hope you enjoy them. If not, you can throw them in the garbage. Anyway, here you go. This one's for you, Patsy. Jesus, that's going to be my fucking ringtone. Nothing like a good grumble and growl. Anyway, the lovely and talented agent Nicole, who has very bizarre tastes in humanity. (laughs) Anyway, we won't get into that now. But uh, here's a little something for you, my dear. Something a little dark and wash about that. But hey, I think it suits you. Anyway, 
I got a little something for Ms. Ashes Von Nightmare as well, if she's sober enough and coherent enough to fucking listen anyway. Yeah, it's episode this one. This is a little something that I think suits your palate. Here at Von Nightmare Vineyards, we follow one important mantra. We have wine, and sometimes life sucks. So drink a lot of it. It doesn't matter if it's out of the bottle, out of the box, or straight off the fucking vine. If it'll pollute your mind enough to get you past the inane ramblings of a significant other who always feels like he has to be right, or the incessant giggling of a sidekick and locked in the same room with you for an hour at a time. Von Nightmare Vineyards helps. We can't always be there for you personally, but we hope our wines, filled with the necessary fuck it up will help you get through. And remember our mantra. Don't whine, just whine. Well, gotta get going. Congratulations on that was amazing. Year. I look forward to the next year and the year after and the year after that. And until I'm dead and still have an iPod lodged in my ass, which is part of how I die. So, you guys have a great night. And here's to another year. I'm gonna drink before I have to pee again. I got it on my foot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. See, this is why I didn't listen to any of these beforehand. I wanted to know exactly what was going on. <laughs> like, I wanted genuine reactions. That was great. All hell, Rocky. Yeah. You are a god. And your pugs are amazing, so please share more pug pictures because they're just fucking cute. But anyways, you are a god. Thank you so much for that, you crazy bastard. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. You sick, sick, twisted bastard. I love the fuck out of you. See, Rocky's a guy we got to get on because we got to have him on to talk Star Wars. Uh, although, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Rocky, we do play some of his music. Uh, we play his song, Dead River. We've had a couple of episodes where you know we've debuted some, uh, some new songs. Zombie Girl. Zombie Girl. Yeah. Uh, his album, we'll put another link in the description, or not in the description, but in the uh, the comments section, so you can get his new album, which features Zombie Girl. And if you ever find your way uh, up to Toronto, and uh, oh, you're pretty much, uh, you can uh, take a, a listen. Just look for No Man, K-N-O-W-M-A-N. And uh, you know, you'll be able to find Rocky. He plays... Uh, Shit, he plays places all the time. I don't know any of the names off the top of my head, but we will uh, certainly share some of those things uh, with you when, whenever he has an event. We will share that into our page as well because you know we like to promote the stuff that our friends do. So, uh, yeah. And uh, do you guys uh, have anything else you want to add uh, before we wrap this up? I love everybody. Everyone's awesome. And um, thank you for the support over the first year. And maybe next year there might be a death. No, I'm just kidding. No, I love you guys both. You, um, Ashes and Patsy for... Wait, who do you love more? <laughs> we oh, know everybody. who I love more. <laughs> Come on. Like that's, like, that's a tough choice. <laughs> no. 
Um, no. Uh, for me, this has been a really crazy experience. I went from dealing with a lot of con stuff, and then that kind of fell through. And this has been my kind of new outlet in life. And because of you guys, I've met new people, and it's just it's been so awesome. And I'm I, sorry. This is really just like <laughs> your hobby in between visits to jail. Yeah, it is. Just you know, supermax prison. Stop I, diddling Benedict Cumbersnacks. <laughs> Snatch. I can't help it, but no, on a uh, really on a serious note, I really love you guys. You guys are my best friends. You guys are a part of my family, and I appreciate it as much as I give everybody shit, especially you, Patsy. You guys mean a lot, and yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I was gonna say only Patsy. You don't ever give her shit because I love her more. Come on, well, yeah. So I do too, and I give her more shit than anyone. That's true. But I also buy you wine. You do buy me I wine. I also get, get buy her wine, too. I try to balance it out. Yeah, but I bought her wine ice cream. Mm. So, um, what about you there, Ashes? How, about, how have you uh, done? You haven't been on every single episode, but none of us have. So, what's, what's your last year been like? Well, I mean, there are a few people that I would like to thank. Um... First of all, I'd like to thank Wine <laughs> for always being there for me and never being judgmental and getting me through some hard times. Wine is my best friend. Uh, wine is always there whenever I need it. And Wine is the reason that my marriage hasn't fallen apart. So thank you, Wine. Wine's... Uh, keeps everything together. <laughs> but um, I'd also like to thank my cat, Zombie, Princess Zombie Cakes. Uh, um, anniversary today. So, oh yeah, so today, um, on a little quick side note, six years to go- ago today, Patsy the Angry Nerd went to the Worcester Animal Rescue League and adopted our love child, Princess Zombie Cakes. And my life has been amazing since. Like, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, she's amazing. She's a cat, and she's my child, and I love her so much. Um, I'd also like to thank the listeners, our friends. Our friends who just happen to be listeners. Our friends who listen to us and keep us going and give us ears for what we do like this is such a really awesome form of of art and creativity and it still baffles me every day like i can't wrap my head around the fact that people listen to me and people like me and people want to know what i have to say and care about my opinions and it's just crazy so thank you guys you out there listening so much our friends our family we love you so much and lastly i want to thank you guys i um you know on a on a serious note here um patsy had the idea to do a podcast and i told him that i would support him 100% in whatever he he decided to do because I would be out of the house a couple hours a day. Well, there was that, but you know, I like to, you know, as, as a good wife, I support all of his artistic endeavors and the fact that he, you know, decided to make agent Nicole, his partner in crime in this whole podcasting venture made me really excited because it gave me the opportunity to kind of get to know Nicole even more. 
I wasn't supposed to be on the show. Patrick wanted me on for a couple of episodes. Uh, he wanted me to be the first guest on Throwdown Thursday. Maybe do a couple of episodes here and there. I don't know what happened, but I stuck around. Oh, I cannot get rid of her. Oh, shut up. You like She's me. She's my sidekick <laughs> when I have to deal with you. <sighs> you love me and you know it. Look oh. at this face. You love this face right here. <laughs> <laughs> Get a room, you two. <laughs> we do. It's called the Lovenasium. It is not called the Lovenasium. It is called um, the Lovenasium. But anyways, I want to thank you guys for just taking me in and let me, letting me be a part of your show and giving me this platform to use for my feminist agenda and telling people how much I love them and drinking lots of wine and just being awesome. So thank you so much for letting me on the show. Thank you for being my family and Patsy, my husband, who mm-hmm. I chose. And yeah, she chose <laughs> everybody out there. Listen to that. Shut up. And Agent Nicole, Nicole, my sister from another Mista. <laughs> you are not Cambodian. <laughs> God, and, and I love you to death. I love you too. <laughs> Fucking Cambodian jokes, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, I, I have a few people to thank. Aside from, you know, obviously you guys for doing the show with me and, like, you know, helping uh, helping me get through all these different episodes. Uh, Wolfie, I want to thank you because, you know, you're the guy putting this together and uh, making me sound good even when I don't sound good. So thank you for uh, doing this. Of course. And it's been uh, my pleasure to be along for the ride for the year. Congratulations, guys, on uh, one year. Thank you. Thank you. I also want to uh, want to thank everybody who has contributed to the show. And I know there's a couple that uh, didn't get... Uh, you know, didn't have a chance to leave a voicemail or a message. But, you know, I still want to thank them. Anyways, uh, you know, the folks over at uh, Unchained... You know, Bobby and Polly and Tim, um, everybody who's been, you know, a part of our show, uh, Miss Wiley, who has appeared four times. I, I think believe. she's like the most frequent guest. Yeah, she's been on like four or five times. Five times. I she's love been that. On the show. I love that woman. She's uh, a she's a throw down Thursday frequent flyer. Yes. Yep. Um, everybody else who's been at Kyle Bachman, who uh, joined us for uh, our. Um, one of the times Nicole was in jail at Rock and Shock. Uh, the beginning of my criminal career. Jar Jar Blinks. Uh, Nick. Uh, two Nicks. You know, both contributed. Uh, Isaac. We appreciate that. Uh, Rebecca, who listens on a regular basis. Paul and Christina. Uh, Rex Regis, who uh, listens and also uh, has contributed in the past. And we're wishing him a uh, speedy recovery. Sean from the Ink Mill Shop yep. in Worcester. Um, also, uh, Justin, uh, Gail, and uh, Melissa from Scream the Scream Sisters. Sisters yeah. Along with uh, Jess. Uh, Ethan Martin, who uh, is part of that movie I reviewed uh, briefly. Uh, Eyes of the Roshi, who they just... Uh, they, they were just at the Soho uh, Film Festival. They got a, a spot at the Soho Film Festival, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Uh, he uh, left us a message saying, you know, break a leg. And I asked him if he meant mine or someone else's. And he said, hopefully not yours. 
I said, good, I'd prefer not to do that. Um, you know, obviously, the uh, everybody who left a message in this in this show, I just want to thank you guys. Riku, um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. I didn't, like, write down a list or anything. You know, if I, if I missed you, I, I apologize. It's not uh, a, uh, an intentional omission. But, yeah, everybody who's contributed, everyone who's been on the show, everyone who's been a part of the Facebook group, posted anything, you know... Thank you, because uh, you guys are the reason we're doing this. Everybody that's uh, listening overseas, you know, Wooberman, Dane, um, anybody else that I'm not aware of, you know, the folks in uh, in all the other countries all over the world have been listening to us. You know, we appreciate it. Tell your friends. And uh, if you enjoy the show or you don't enjoy the show, you know, let us know. We still want to hear from you, even if... Uh, just an email or a voicemail throw down thursday podcast at gmail.com let us know you know hit us up a message on twitter join our facebook group uh we'd love to hear from you the more the merrier uh, so yeah here's to another year and uh i think with that being said unless you guys got anything else oh, just cheers guys here's to another year all right Woo-hoo. and we will see, see you, you next, next thursday, thursday.